things are about to get wild. Oh god. That can be used as an insecticide. Starting to feel the burn. What the f <laughs> At some point I'm just gonna have to lay down and take the beating. Oh god. Oh man. In episode 10 of the Sober Bros podcast, Daniel and I are going to be trying to line up of hot sauces that are some of the most intense in the world. We think we have a pretty high threshold for pain, but there's only one way to find out. We've got the lineup from Hot Ones. I've got a list of questions. We're going to get into this right now. Well, there's only one way to start this. Let's just start off with the first one. All right. It's called the Classic Chili Maple Edition, 1600 Scoville units. That's... Small potatoes, that's like a jalapeno. Uh, da, 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 number one sauce, got a new take. Lots of maple syrup, tangy apple cider, Fresno chilies. From Smokin' Ed, the classic chili maple is the perfect balance of sweet and heat. That sounds amazing. Yeah, we'll see. I might just have to stop, stop at this one. <laughs> <laughs> you can already see that I'm shaking a little bit. Yeah. Daniel was started shaking before we recorded this episode, so... So, here we go. Yeah. Um... I'm going to put it on the nugget. I'm going to seat it off the spoon and then, I don't know. We're figuring it out. Okay, first one down the hatch. Indeed, that's pleasant. It's great. Super great flavor. And these nuggets aren't bad either. Applegate Organics from Whole Foods. All right, first one. I'm not even going to get into a question yet. That tasted so good and I'm actually hungry that I want to get right into the second one. This is easy so far. So far. Man, this is easy. You think, oh, hold on. Do you think you're going to make it through the whole lineup? I have my doubts. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty confident. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I have my fucking doubts. Okay. Okay. Well, what's the second one we got here? Uh, This is Shaquanda's Banshee Ranch. Ranch-inspired hot sauce gets its dreamy, creamy texture from tahini, chives, and a pinch of dill. All right, I want to shake them up too. This one looks good. It's a light colored. Um, yeah. Smells delicious. It's like a, a spicy ranch, whatever. Spicy ranch. All right. Mmm. Excellent bouquet. Yeah, I could put that on anything. That's really pleasant. Well done. I'm going to get into some questions here for you, Daniel. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? I have very little desire to travel anymore. I've been all over as a missionary, Christian missionary growing up. China, India, Malaysia, um, Dominican Republic, Mexico. I guess anywhere outside of this country, I would choose to go to Scotland. Yeah, I agree. I I would love to travel to Scotland and some of the Emerald Isle, some of that moody green pasture. I don't want to see Stonehenge, though. Like, I don't give a shit about Stonehenge. Yeah, just a b- bunch of stones yeah. sitting upright. Might be cool to be there in like crop circle season. Definitely crop circles. That is a phenomenon that is <laughs> doesn't get talked about enough. All right, let's get in the next one. Okay. What's the third? Number three from uh, Donis. We've got uh, the Cadejo. 15,000 Scoville heat units. A newcomer to the Hot Ones family, Donis. Makers, Amelia and Greg named this sauce for... The supernatural spirit dog of myth, and it has a bite to match thanks to habanero peppers, uh, garlic, and black pepper. So this one's uh, over twice as hot. Well, um, give it a shake, and uh, let's just get into it. Here we go. Here we go. 
Wow. Tangy. Brilliant. That's a pretty, I would say like a classic, more of a classic hot sauce. Mm -hmm. That is only the third one, but definitely my favorite so far. All right. I got another question for you. If you could have dinner with any historical figure, who would it be and why? Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah, he was really famous for his anti-heroes. All of his books, there's no like hero or heroine, right? really average people. Very cool. Uh, I'm sure that would be a fascinating dinner. Truly. <laughs> Here's another question for you. What are your thoughts on the AI revolution? Fuck, man. <clears throat> I'm really not into it. See it taking humanity down this like unnatural pathway. And it's a natural progression evolution, so I'm not really afraid of it. You know, it's just like I, you can see it over time. Yeah, again, like I've said this, I'm not anti-technology. I just want it to be used properly. And I just see us getting more and more removed from a natural environment, natural way of living and lost in these worlds and avatars and i just think it's like psychologically pretty unhealthy mm. but it can also be useful you know yeah it's like a tool like anything else it depends on how it's used right i know you haven't probably done anything with ai it only came out not intentionally i think it's happening all the time yeah it only came out recently in a big way and as soon as it came out i started playing with it investigating it and using it for various client work and my own and I actually use it for this podcast right. to assist me in coming up with titles, descriptions, topics, and marketing techniques. Yeah. And actually uh, to come up with this list of questions. It's not completely AI, but I did filter in some prompts into chat GPT for. Yeah. But when people are like spending the majority of their time with headsets on and virtual. Oh, yeah, reality. that's insane. Yeah. Let's get into hot sauce number four. What do we got? Number four, coming in with 36,000 Scoville heat units, which again, we're doubling it up. Uh, this one's called Los Calientes Verde. Uh, there's a, a reason the Serrano and Habanero laced Verde version of Los Calientes has become a staple of any hot sauce collection. It's smoky, sweet, and got just the right heat. This is where the lineup takes a turn, folks. All right, got napkins ready. Oh, Whoa. shit, that one's popped. Whoa, it's live. Go and get that shit on your fucking oh, hands. This one might be fermented. It would appear so. Yeah. Is that bad? No. I've got a mess on my plate now. <laughs> That's okay. We're going to go for it. Take from that. I want to read the ingredients in this one. I th yeah, listed them. The ingredients, complete ingredients aren't on there. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, tomatoes, water, ghost peppers, tamarind or tomato paste, sunflower oil, sesame oil. Uh, garlic vinegar spices. Okay, tamarind. All right, here we go. Way less hot on the palate. It might be a slow creep. For now. The initial hit was like nothing for me, though. I don't know if it was a... Dud. The last one had a more instantaneous. I do feel it building. It's like a creeper, maybe. That's the point. Okay. One of those things. I shouldn't be too cocky. How are you doing so far? Is your nervousness level going down? Are you still shaking? I'm still yeah. shaking a little bit. Ah, that one. But was, I'm enjoying it. That one actually has a really good flavor, though. Mm -hmm. Like, really good. I got another question for you. Overrated or underrated? Non-alcoholic beer. Sometimes I feel like it's really underrated. I really dig it. You know, I'm, I miss the flavor of beer sometimes. But there aren't ones like, you know, one of my favorites is the Voodoo Ranger. There's not a non-alcoholic version of that. Yeah. They're all like these IPAs or hoppy things, as far as I know. Mm. 
Well, I think we should get on to yeah. the fifth. Yeah, let's fucking let's bring it on. Number five, the Brooklyn Deli Ghost Pepper Hot Sauce. This one's 39,000 Scoville heat units, which is up 3,000 from this last one, which honestly, like, as it's sitting on me, that it's built up as much as it's going to build yeah. up. And that's... That one was surprisingly underwhelming, although it tasted the good. The flavor's great. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't expecting that low of a reaction after doubling right weird number three so this is a brooklyn deli chef chitara agrawi honors indian culinary traditions only fitting that the tomato and masala mix hot sauce highlights india's famous jolakia ghost pepper it's also got agave for some sweetener in there and some Indian spices like cumin, celery seeds. Some of my favorite stuff. It sounds really great. I'm looking forward to trying this one. Yep. Okay. And it looks like you're scaling back just a little bit. Well, you know, the this is more than I've seen people put on the show, to be honest with wow, you. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm imagining that shortly after this one, it's going to come, it's going to start going down to single drops. Yeah, we'll see. So. All right. All right. Here we go. Mm. Ooh, the flavor is so good on that one. Immediately. Ethnic. Mm. <laughs> I feel so culturally enlightened. Yeah. Amazing flavor. The heat feels like it could build. We'll see. Mm. Spe speaking of ethnic experiences, I've got a question for you. What is your opinion on people from other countries who move into the United States, Mexicans <laughs> in particular, that move here but don't speak English. This is something I've been thinking a lot about recently because here in Sedona and Arizona, we're very close to the border of Mexico. We have a lot of Spanish people here, Mexicans that work in the kitchens and other kinds of jobs. And I've been noticing recently that a lot of them don't speak any English, even though they've been living here for well over 10 years. Thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, that's a, a really awesome topic, I think. And I've got close relationships with um, some of the uh, Mexican women and men that I work with. I love them very much. And so, yeah, some of them have taken it upon themselves to learn English. And that makes communication, obviously, a lot easier. I think it's interesting because I know if I were to go to another country, like learning the language would be the one of the first Before things. I would even go there. Now, listen, I've gone to Mexico sure. a few times and I'm like, I'm only going to be there for a weekend. I don't even put any energy into learning the language because it's not going to happen. Right. But I, I tell you, if I had designs to go live there for a year. Right. Or even three months. I'd start studying way before. Before I even go. Yeah. And that's largely because I want to be able to interact with people and immerse into their culture. You know, if I were to, like, I would love to <clears throat> spend some time in France, you know, and Fran uh, French is my favorite language, non-English language. Um, so I want to, like, blend into their culture. Now, that speaks to the American mindset mm. as individuals. We don't really have a very good family structure. We don't, like, what is the American culture? Yeah, we're almost like orphans adrift from our heritage. Totally. Overseas. Whereas in Mexico, they have a very rich culture that's based in a lot of history. Hmm. And of course, obviously coming, it's very mixed like it is in America, but they maintained this cultural integrity. Um, so like the family structure is very much tighter. The societal structure is very much tighter. So when they come here and move, they tend to set up their own little culture. 
people ask me sometimes, you're like right next to Mexico. Why don't you go visit Mexico? And I'm like, if I want to go to Mexico, I'll go to like one of my coworkers, family get togethers in Cottonwood. You yeah. know, it's essentially the same thing. And I don't have to go to, to Mexico. So I, I really appreciate them coming and setting up their own, their, their culture. That's you know? cool. I think that's really cool. It yeah. doesn't bother me that they don't <clears throat> learn English at all. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And so I think it's just like, I think that um, the question is, uh, yeah, that's an anthropological question as opposed to a political question. Mm. Once it starts becoming politicized, I think people start getting into arguments. But if we can look at it through more of like a cultural lens. Yeah, uh, that makes sense what you say. I like your answer. Um, it's still something that fascinates me and I just can't shake my... The yeah, when Kenny moved to Oslo, he moved to Norway. In order to become a citizen, like you have to learn the language, you have to be very proficient and fluent in the language before I think that's they'll give you very smart. You know, yeah, it's to be like functioning, working. Yeah, it makes sense. The society. I just don't get it. Well, in order know. to become in order to become a legitimate citizen in the United States, you have to know the language as well. I mean, it's one of the requirements. I don't think it happens all the time, but mm. much like kids can still escape high school without actually learning how to read. Okay, well, this is. This conversation can go really deep. I'm already thinking yeah. in many different directions, but let's get on to the next one. I am starting to feel a little bit of that. What do you call it? The Because I don't know if you know this about eating spicy foods, but it's actually known to be sort of a psychoactive experience for altering the state of mind a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I am starting to feel that euphoria, that lift just a little bit from that last hot sauce. Yeah, because your mind, your brain starts releasing something that's almost identical to morphine. Mm-hmm. So you get like really blissed out. And yeah. So instead of drinking anymore, I think I might just start. Excessive amounts of hot sauce. Yeah. Okay. What do we got for number six? We're on the back half now. <clears throat> All right. Uh, this is the torch bearer. I'm really looking forward to this one. It's uh, called the Mushroom Mayhem. 68,000 Scoville heat units. So not quite doubling the last one. Uh, the Torchbearer crew is back with the fungi-filled hot sauce that combines the meatiness of portobellas with tangy red wine vinegar for a condiment that's one part steak sauce and one part potent pepper concoction. Things are about to get wild. And this one has uh, scorpion pepper, mm -hmm. mandarin orange, horseradish, mushrooms. Oh, I'm starting to get some saliva production mm -hmm. in the mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a coping mechanism from the body to isolate the capsicum on your tongue and remove it from the body. Okay, this one's not... Oh, 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 whoa, oh, oh, whoa, you whoa. fucking did it again. <laughs> okay, I'm smelling it. Ooh, I can... The heat is going through my nose. Whoa. Um, But it honestly smells really delicious, too. Yeah. Ooh, I'm starting to feel the lift. Mm hmm Okay, here it comes. I think because of the psychedelic effect that it has, the mind-altering effect that the hot sauce has, it's almost making me feel more relaxed to go into the other ones. Yeah. I can tell you're more relaxed than at the beginning. Still, Still shaking. shaking a little bit. This one I'm feeling. Good heat. That's building. And it's going to continue to build as I ask you another question. Okay. What's something that most people don't know about you that you're comfortable with sharing? I have such a large beard to hide from, to hide my face from the world because of a deep sense of not wanting to be seen. Are you going to shave it off or keep it now that you're sober? Um, I'm going to keep it for now. I'm I just, mean, not that being sober is like now everything's cured or different, but. Right. But I'm looking at like the psychological ramifications of all these things. 
I don't remember a single time in my life where I've ever felt comfortable with like my smile. Yeah. People tell me it's great. Don't really want to believe them, but having a, having a beard really is makes it more comfortable to like hide behind that. So I'd say that's something most people don't know about me. That's a good answer. You know, I think about not, I, I don't get into fights. I'm not confrontational, but I do often think about if I was to get into a street fight of some kind, like having a beard is something that people could grab onto. So it's like a bad thing to have if like you're ever in a situation like that. Right. Like you see videos of like girls fighting and it's always grabbing the hair, grabbing the hair. Yeah. So to me that like, that's just kind of one of the reasons why I don't want to have a beard is just in case. Same thing with long hair up here. Like, man, if somebody grabbed onto that beard, like, ooh, they could really control you. Uh, it could be, but they're also closer to my mouth and I'm not afraid to bite. <laughs> oh, man. One more real quick before we move on to number seven. Okay. What famous document starts with the words, we the people? Bill of Rights. Wow. If Jay Leno were asking that question on the street, very few people yeah i know i thought i was gonna stump you on that 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 was an ai question you thought that that was gonna stump me yeah they didn't wow it's another time yeah another time no all right number seven angry goat this label is a fancy label it's got some kind of mermaid on it dreams of calypso so this one's 101,000 scoville heat units the last one was 68,000. so again we're not doubling it but we went up a we went up a few. Yeah, that last bird <clears throat> kind of concerned me, but it mellowed out, so I'm good yeah. now. Like, so far, I'm surprised at how affected I am. Dreams Eclipso is a sweet number seven hot sauce with pineapple, mango, bell peppers, but watch out. Seven pot primo mash makes it hotter than the Caribbean sun is sizzling. Number seven sauce to take us into the back half. This one's pouring quite smoothly. I'm not holding back still, if you can see that on the camera. I wish I'd done more in the last one. I think I'm going to do a little bit more in this one. Oh. Mm. Another classic hot sauce. Amazing flavor. Starting to feel the burn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm feeling that. Definitely feeling it. In a really good way. Yeah. Not intolerable, but threatening. Perspiration is starting to form on my brow. Noticing that. Eyes are watering just a little bit. Got another question for you. Shoot. <clears throat> Who painted the Mona Lisa? Uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, I thought I was going to stump you on that one. You really did? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Who is the first person to walk on the moon? And, well, let me, I have a follow-up question. But right. Let me... I mean, I'm going to be super fucking honest, <clears throat> and I don't necessarily think it happened. Well, my follow-up question was, is the moon even real or whatever? Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm <laughs> that was the AI's contribution to the question was or whatever. Uh, no, that, the, the follow-up is my own, but yeah, yeah. Um, I actually don't. This is a, I. You know, you and I talk about this. Um, do I think the moon is real? I don't think it matters. I love it in the sky. I think it's beautiful. It doesn't change what I do on a day-to-day basis. Did we ever walk on the moon? Why the fuck haven't we been back since then with technology from the fucking 60s? And Japan just recently tried to land something on the moon and they were like some kind of like technical failure. It wasn't, it was unmanned, but. Yeah, that is like deeply. It's just something to think about, you know? Yeah. 
We were able to do it in the 60s, but now in 2023, we can't. Right. Hmm. Just. Hmm. Well, I'm going to leave that as a cliffhanger as we move on to sauce number eight. Beginning to go to the dark side of the moon here. Yeah. Also not ever photographed. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, we have satellites going to other planets. Couldn't you just be like, cool, it just went past the moon. I know. You know. All right. Uh, reading off your description there, what have Number we got? Number eight. We're okay. The bomb. This is evolution at 135,600 Scoville heat units. I am still feeling a lift from that last one. I think this one's going to sort of act as a catapult. But to find out, not your usual de bomb beyond insanity. Um, here at Heatonist, we only carry hot sauces with natural pepper heat. So we decided to partner up with the makers of de bomb to create an all natural hot sauce that's equally potent, but tastes good too. Now, I will say on the show, if you, again, if you watch Hot Ones on YouTube, Da Bomb is where you, people usually flip out. Huh. <laughs> Just saying. All right. All right, here we go. So anyway, I'm still doing fine. Yeah, that one definitely was... That one will slow you down, though. Yeah. That one makes me need to be careful. Yeah, that will give you... With how I move my mouth and how I read the next question. <clears throat> ah, woo. You have to burn these napkins. Ooh. <laughs> speaking of speaking of bombs. Yeah. In what year did World War II end? 1945. 1945? Yeah. The official date I cannot recall, but Yeah, that was 1945. Good. December December something was when uh, the atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima. That signaled the end of the war in the Pacific front. Nice. Well, I've got a few more questions for you, but before I get to them, we have two more sauces to get through. And I'm, I'm like, that's where people start freaking out. Yeah. I'm really nervous about the next one because that was 135,600. This next one is 638 fucking thousand Scoville heat units. So that more than triples? Oh yeah. Jesus. So this one's called Taco Vibes Only. Butterfly Bakery's Claire George's is taking Taco Tuesdays to the next level. Carolina Reapers and Ghost Peppers combined with lime juice, cumin, coriander to make this taco sauce a killer with slow building but intense heat. Have your milk handy. Yeah, I'm like nervous like I'm about to get into a cage with a professional fighter. At some point, I'm just going to have to lay down and take the beating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it smells like... That can be used as an insecticide. It smells like Hiroshima. So you can see right on the camera that is... Yeah, okay, I'm going small. I'm going all the I'm way. going small. This. Yeah. All right. Honestly, there's no heat yet. Um, it has yet to build. Um, a surprisingly good flavor. There was no bouquet but pain. Uh, but the flavor is pretty good. Um, not my favorite. We'll see how this burn goes. As I ask you another question from Shoot. my half-human list of questions. If you could change one thing about the world, what would it be? Um, if I could change one thing in the world, it would be unfettered access 
to pristine nature for anybody who wanted. That would be an amazing thing, especially in this day and age with all of the asphalt jungles and lack of space. Yeah. Um, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you in public? I love being embarrassed in public because I like to make a big deal out of it, you know, because everybody does it and everybody's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed and they want to hide. I'm just like, I love like, remember one time slipping in the snow on this on in Portland, right on the sidewalk, slipped, fucking fell right on my ass in traffic. And I loved it. I got up. I was like, is anybody, did anybody see that? Like, I'm totally fine. This should be like hysterical. Um, but probably the most embarrassing thing, I was in Chicago. Uh, where I lived at the time and I was in Whole Foods and I was with my girlfriend at the time. We're in the checkout line and I was very hungover. It's very hungover. So we're unloading items onto the conveyor belt and um, I'm real healthy at the time. So I'm, you know, I've got a big jar of vegan A's and something happened between <laughs> the cart and the conveyor belt. Something happened. I don't know what it was. It fell from my hands, smashed all over the floor. And it was just like, broken glass is one thing, but this is like broken glass and mayonnaise. <laughs> you know what I was like? I'm I'm so sorry. Like, this is so fucking horrible. What are you supposed to do? Is like mop it up? <laughs> it's like, oh, this is so ridiculous. And my girlfriend at the time was just like, oh my God, you know, and people around are just like not saying anything that whole situation to me is just hysterical yeah i love it yeah that's good comedy how are you doing actually surprisingly good surprisingly that, really that last one really didn't phase me it, it left me questioning some things but other than that yeah. nothing i've got two more questions for you but i'm gonna say save them for you after we try the final hot sauce we have moved on to the 10th and final hot sauce you do have a little sheen yeah i'm on you merely perspiring just the tiniest of bits this is called uh the last dab apollo the uh, scoville heat units are to be assessed which means what do you think a lot they're just trying to it's they know they fucking know they're yeah. just trying to make it seem like it's mystique yeah Ooh, i'm getting a little head rush from the combination of all the sauces in a good way. Yeah, in a really great way. It's where the gloves come off. <clears throat> the last dab, you know, again, on the show, every time they go to the last dab, I swear, I zoom in on the video, they put the tiniest little bits on there. I'm going as strong as all of them, even from the beginning till the end here. I'll match you there. It's not cockiness, <clears throat> it's it's confidence. And, and well, This is experience now. We've experienced like the previous hottest one. I'm not even sweating. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, we didn't even smell it yet. Metallic bouquet. Jesus. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> what are you fucking, what about Bob? <laughs> Playful. It's got such great flavor. Right? Playful. I can't imagine that. I mean, I should be feeling some pain here. I'm going to have to be careful with this one. It's not a problem, but this is a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, God. No, 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 no. Don't get in the sinuses. What's one thing that you hope to achieve in the next five years? My highest priority would be to do some just really super deep emotional 
healing. That's one thing I hope to accomplish in the near future. <laughs> I'm listening. <laughs> That's one thing I hope to accomplish in the next five years is to unearth a lot of these uh, traumas and wounds and get them taken care of to become a more integrated. I think this is about as bad as it's going to get for me. Yeah, you handled that one pretty good. It's taken some... It burns. Effort on my part. <laughs> Just for fun. Whew. A little whipped cream. <clears throat> oh, God. Uh, oh, much better. That was like a cold dip after being in a sauna. <laughs> okay, here we go. Final question. If aliens came to Earth and challenged you to a spicy food eating contest, which hot sauce from this lineup would you choose to represent our planet? Um, Your opinion. Probably this one. Number three. Yeah. It's got a bite. You can eat it all day. Yeah. Well, like I said in the beginning, I... Oh. I don't know if I said this in the beginning, but I had a, I had a, I figured that we would probably be pretty well tolerant. I didn't think I was going to make it through like number six. Yeah. You were very doubtful. Yeah. But uh, congratulations. You made it all the way through and handled yeah. it like a champ. Well, as we wrap this show up, I want to thank you for tuning in. Again, this is a video podcast. If that wasn't already clear to you, you can stream it on youtube our youtube channel is the sober bros it's also a video podcast on spotify <laughs> having a little having a rough time yeah if you're interested in this hot sauce where to buy it for yourself if you're interested in trying uh learn more i would love to have this collection of hot sauce just at home the links are in the description if you're interested we're posting daily on the instagrams tiktoks and youtubes as shorts so and uh we'll see you next week in the next episode 11.